This is Healthcare's Missing Logic Podcast, episode number 141. Today, we talk about the top five reasons to shift the healthcare leadership norms and why we are being called and all leaders are being called to be bold. So join us now. to Healthcare's Missing Logic podcast. This is the only podcast that shows you how to leverage polarity intelligence, an essential competency for healthcare leaders and the missing logic in healthcare so you can create healthy healing organizations and become a thriving, resilient, and unstoppable healthcare leader. We are your hosts, Tracy Christofferson and Michelle Troset. We've been best friends and colleagues for over 30 years. And during that time, we coached healthcare leaders across North America around how to create healthy healing organizations. Today, we coach healthcare leaders and leadership teams to live thriving, resilient, and balanced lives, combat burnout, and create the best places to give and receive care. This podcast is for the unsung hero of healthcare, the healthcare leader. We want you to know we see you and we'll be here for you each week. In this podcast, we're going to challenge healthcare's industry norms, flip limiting beliefs, and share proven strategies so you can be your best self at working at home, live and lead intentionally, and experience well-being and joy. We are glad you are here and look forward to sharing the journey with you. If you aren't totally convinced this podcast is for you, just listen to a few episodes and convince yourself. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Healthcare's Missing Logic podcast studio. Yeah, I'm Tracy. And I'm Michelle. We're happy to be here. We are. Hope you are, too. Yep. We're yeah. live. We're kicking. We're breathing. We're moving. It's a great day. It's a great day. Woo! <laughs> 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 That's right. That's right. It's a great day. Yeah, so we're going to go a little bit back, and then we're going to go forward, and we're going to go back just to mention that in episode 118, it was called, Can We Create New Leadership Norms in Healthcare? Heck yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. And that's what we said. That's what we, we said. We can do it. <laughs> we can do it. We can do it. And, you know, we are just very passionate about creating new realities for healthcare leaders today with everything they've been going through. And that means creating some new norms so things can actually get better. And um, we just know there's just too much at risk not to do it differently. Yeah. You know, we there's a lot at risk. We're going to be talking about that. Yes. And uh, there's a lot at risk. There's more suicides. There's awesome leaders leaving the profession, leaving the industry. So it's just like, it's been coming to us more and more. And there's a quote that we would like to kick this podcast episode out that really spoke to us about how we need to be to make this new norm happen. Yeah. So tell us, Michelle, how do we need to be? Well, there's a quote by Goethe, the great German philosopher, and he says, whatever you can do or dream, you can. Begin it. Boldness has genius, power, and magic in it. So we need to be bold right now to make this new norm the new norm. And we are. We're being bold, man. We're being bold. We're putting it out there. That's right. This is what we got to do. That's right. You heard it here first. (laughs) Right here on this podcast. That's right. Yes. So we do need to be, we're willing to be bold and we want you to be bold. Um, And so we're going to share today the top five reasons why we are being bold and why we would like to invite you to join us on having some new norms for healthcare leaders. Yeah. Yeah, so we're going to talk about 
the need to begin to make this shift. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we can't wait. Like Michelle said, why wait for more suicides? Why wait for more really excellent leaders to throw in the towel, to leave their organizations, or to leave the industry altogether? Right. Right? We, we just... We can't wait for that stuff. That we just we have no more tolerance for that. No more patience for that. We gotta we gotta change stuff up, right? <laughs> and you know, we think we all agree, right? That you know, a new norm with leaders who are their best selves at work and at home, because both are equally important, and that they lead with more balanced lives, more joy, more energy, is only going to support. Everybody, everybody, the organization, the people that they lead, and that they have thriving, resilient lives. They're role models for new up-and-coming leaders to, to emulate, mm-hmm. right? Yes. And, um, you know, people are going to do what you do, not what you say. <laughs> That's right. So that is really, really important, right? Aren't we right? We are right. We're right. We don't care. We're right. We're calling it. We're right. <clears throat> That's right. <laughs> and it requires us to be bold and for you to be bold. And kind of takes me back to that movie network. I'm mad as hell. I'm not going to take it That's anymore. Right. <laughs> <clears throat> right. Be bold and say, no, it's got to change. This has got to change, folks. Right. And we want to stop the leaders from sacrificing themselves, their personal lives, and they've been doing it for a long, long time. It's mm-hmm. the norm, right? And it's got to stop. And so um, we want them to be thriving, resilient, unstoppable leaders. We're willing to do what it takes. We're willing to call it out. We're willing to say this is what it's got to be and to support it, right? Yep. And we're willing to say enough is enough. It is time to take action to change yeah. the current norms. Yeah. So in this podcast episode, again, we're going to share the top five reasons why we don't want to just talk about shifting the leadership norms, but start the shift and follow it through with action until it is the new norm. Yeah. So here we go. Here right? we go. All right. So if you're like most healthcare leaders today, uh, you're literally living it one day or one moment at a time, right? Like you're just in the stuff. Yeah. And you're just doing what has to be done in this moment. You're in survival mode, crisis mode in some cases, in some organizations. Um, and you might be thinking, like, are you kidding me? <laughs> be bold right now. Take on changing the norms and leadership. You got to be nuts. We don't even know what's normal anymore. <laughs> right. But we know it can be difficult. We know it's hard to think bigger and broader when you're in survival mode. We get it. But at the same time, there's a lot of innovation happening. Yeah, there really is. So, you know, I mean, look what's why happened. Not, why not? Now, there's other innovations happening. Why not leadership norms? Exactly. And during this incredibly challenging time, good things are happening and changes are coming. Yeah. So, for example, we know everyone has really been dealing with staffing challenges, and it's at an all worst. But new care models are emerging yeah. uh, from around the country and around the world, and they're being developed. Things that we never even would have thought about before. Or maybe things, as we've also learned, we thought about before, but now is a good time to revisit them. Yeah. 
because things are changing and we can change the way that we do things, or even the difficult conversations about vaccination mandates, right? But what that has also brought is clarity on values and stronger relationships are being developed and there's been a lot of good coming about out of that as well. Mm -hmm. So that's why we believe now is a really perfect time to challenge the current leadership norms and to create new ones. So we're going to talk a little bit about mm-hmm. these top five reasons, right? Mm-hmm. And we called out some of this in episode one eighteen, right? Some of the mm-hmm. realities, um, but we're gonna we're gonna give you we're gonna go a little deeper here, yes. And we're gonna give you the top five reasons why we have to do this and we have to do it now. So I'm going to start with number one, and that is to stop burnout. Period. End of story. Done. Over. And out. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yep. I mean, there's great attention on preventing burnout, but until we change the leadership norms, that's not going to change for leaders, right? It's not ever, we're never going to stop burnout if we continue the patterns of behavior. If we have the same norms and structures that we've always had, it's not going to go away. It, we're not going to be able to eliminate it. And, you know, leaders are a great example of this, right? Mm-hmm. You're the role models mm-hmm. and collective effort to lead by example in a new way to set a new norm can make a significant impact. It takes each and every one of us, right? Right. And, um, you know, that then we can maybe stop seeing massive burnout amongst the healthcare clinicians and healthcare leaders. If everybody commits to themselves take care of themselves and to do the things they need to do, then we can prevent this, right? Mm -hmm. We can stop it right where it's at. And you have such a huge influence on your organizations. You are the leaders. You determine the structures. You set the culture. You can make the difference. Yeah. It all starts with you. You. (laughs) The second reason um, that we really need to change our leadership norms is the incredible data that is now starting to come out. So national organizations are doing surveys and um, it's really sobering to see some of the results and the impact this is having on healthcare leaders and the healthcare workforce. So one that we want to call out is the American Organization of Nurse Leaders did a survey in August of 2021, they published a, 20, a COVID uh, 2019 longitudinal study, not a COVID 2019. That was a typo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, She's reading her notes. I'm reading my notes. I'm like, no, it's a COVID 19 <laughs> longitudinal study and report on nurse leaders. And the study focused on new data and major shifts that occurred from the first AONL study, which was published in July of 2020. And the following uh, findings were reported, and they're quite significant. And I won't read all of them, but I'm going to read the ones that really are related to um, the issue at hand here, which is burnout. Emotional health is declining with 25% of nurse leaders reporting not being emotional well. Now, that is huge. 25% are reporting that. And also significantly... Nurse leaders' intent to leave has increased by 123% in six months. So that's like a ding, 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 ding. That's like a... That's, that's a big, a, like a, I'm going down, I'm going down. Yeah. <laughs> so that data is very mm-hmm. valuable to all of us. So thank you, AONL, and your research partner for bringing that forward. 
And then Medscape, they do a lot of surveys of uh, physicians. In October of 2021, they did a survey of more than 2,500 U.S. physicians, and they were asked whether they were thinking of leaving their practice, and if so, uh, why they wanted to leave and where they planned to go. And also some more sobering results were that roughly one in five or 22% of physicians said they are considering leaving their role to pursue non-clinical work. Now just think about that work, the impact that's going to have on the workforce. And 58% of those plan to do, do that in the next three years. And Burnout was cited as the primary reason for making the change. This is why this is so important. We don't wait. Um, And we know that the pandemic has not left any health profession untouched. So the data that we're sharing with you today really came from uh, uh, you know, it's about nurse leaders and physicians, but we know every health profession yep. is being impacted by the pandemic. And the leaders of those professions. And the too. leaders of mm-hmm. those professions. Yep. Yep. So those were just two powerful examples and reasons why we need to shift now. And we want to retain the leaders we have today. Yeah. Right. Very important. Yes. Very important. So those two kind of go together, right? Mm-hmm. Now we got the next generation. That's the third reason. Mm-hmm. We have another generation of leaders coming up, right? And um, we need to change the norms for them. They need to have reasons to become leaders Mm because let's face it, what is it probably, what do you think is the number one reason somebody who has leadership skill doesn't become a leader? They don't want the life the leader has. They see they're there every night. They're on call all the time. They're giving up their personal life. And the higher you go on the ladder, the more you... Yeah. You sacrifice. Or they get into it and then they leave very quickly. Like, exactly. this isn't what I thought it was going to be. No. And so <laughs> it really is about that norm. It's about the yes. sacrifice. It's about, it's not about, it doesn't become about the difference. It becomes about what you lose, right? Mm-hmm. And so we have an opportunity to show them a different way right from the start. And if we role model that, then they will see there's another way to lead. I don't have to sacrifice these things, right? Um, I We can break these bad habits, and show them the way so that they don't have to face these difficulties or, or go through these habits the way that we have, right? Because mm-hmm. we were indoctrinated into it. We were indoctrinated into leaders eat last. Everybody comes before me. I sacrifice, right? I serve. That's what I'm here to do, serve. And then it's a recipe for burnout, mm-hmm. right? Yep. The other thing is, you know, and, and the, you know, we got that habit of the organization comes first, all that kind of thing, right? So, all the, like I said, the higher you go, the longer the hours, the less personal time you have, the more stress you take on, the more demands there are. Really, like, why would anybody want to lead? Exactly. I mean, you know, it's just really <laughs> ridiculous. And we want to attract and recruit those young leaders. So, we have to be role modeling what the ultimate of what leadership can be, both making the difference and that we can have both a prof- strong professional life and a strong personal life, that we can be resilient, that we can thrive in our roles, that it's not all about sacrifice, that we can be balanced. And if we cement that into the leadership norms, then that's what they're going to observe. That's what they're going to strive to have. We'll get back to the episode in just a minute. We know these have been extremely challenging times, and when you stepped into your leadership role, you made a commitment to your organization and to the people you lead. 
We know how important it is to you to support them and they need your support. Let us ask you, can you pour from an empty cup? Obviously, the answer is no. However, that's what you are doing every single day when you put your staff first and neglect caring for yourself. When you are putting your staff and their needs before your own day after day, how often do you end up feeling tired, resentful, and drained of energy? Let's face it, you can't be a strong leader or care for others if this is how you are feeling. Caring for yourself is equally important as caring for your team. Actually, it is essential. That's why we created the self-study program titled Caring for Others Without Neglecting You. In the self-study program, you will learn a proven strategy to help you balance taking care of yourself while still supporting your team so you can be your best self at work and home, experience more joy, and have more energy for the things in your life that matter most. It takes less than three hours to learn the strategy and start to put it into action. Go to missinglogic.com forward slash new dash events and enroll now. And the number four reason is no leader should have regrets about being a leader. So this is about not having regrets, <sighs> right? No one wants to have regrets. And um, we become leaders to contribute and make a difference. And since we're talking about the five reasons to shift healthcare leadership norms, let's see what we can learn from this metaphor of looking at the five regrets of the dying and how it relates to our current leadership norms. I think you're going to be surprised at the similarities. (laughs) Oh my gosh, I was amazed. So Bronnie Ware is an Australian nurse who spent several years caring for patients during the last 12 weeks of their lives. And she routinely asked patients about any regrets they had or anything they would do differently. And through her work, she identified the phenomenal clarity of vision that people would gain at the end of their lives and the common themes that surfaced again and again during these conversations. And eventually, she wrote the book, The Top Five Regrets of the Dying, A Life Transformed by the Nearly Departed. Departing. Um, the nearly so, departing. Isn't that what I said? No, you said the nearly departing. <laughs> It's okay. Just wanted to clarify the name of the book, Transformed by the Dearly Departing. There you go. <laughs> See, we're, we want to catch we're things. We're partners. We, we want to catch things because we're still nearly, but we want yeah, to I want to be, yeah. I, that's why I'm reading this. I'm not nearly departed, but that's I don't want to be exactly with regrets. Exactly right. <laughs> so what, what I'm going to do is we're going to do, both Tracy and I, we're going to read each one and have you frame it as a potential regret from living the current leadership norm. And uh, so we want to... We're going to read it, but say to yourself, any regrets you have or anything you would do differently as a healthcare leader stating the same regret of the dearly departing. So the first one was, I wish I had the courage to live a life true to myself, not the life others expected me. And this really comes true for leaderships and we both have been in leadership roles ourselves you know ourselves in health systems we're still leaders but is it is the sacrifice right and it's because um it was expected of us yeah that's the bottom line yeah um there were expectations that you had to meet and you know and yeah. we we've heard we've heard in our coaching programs of leaders that have actually voiced that regret that I'm now at the end of my career, my children have all moved away, I am now mm-hmm. looking back and saying, wow, I was really 
I wasn't there. I wasn't there. Yeah. Well, and I think, too, some expectations are spoken, and some expectations are in our head. They're stories. That's true. That this that's is expected, a great point. That that I respond immediately to every every request. You yes. know that I have to be at every meeting. Yes. That I like. So sometimes the expectations are ones we put on ourselves. A story we tell ourselves about what's expected of us, and then we live that. That's right. So sometimes it's not always spoken. It just it's what we believe. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's a really good point. Now the number two was I wish I hadn't worked so much. <laughs> think i've felt that a few times <laughs> right changing that up <laughs> a lot of long hours boy tracy and i we could tell you how we've gone on vacation and brought our work with us <laughs> yeah and not we'll doing, say, we're never gonna do this again <laughs> not doing that anymore Mm-mm. no not doing that not doing that we're on vacation you're on vacation that's right <laughs> yep 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 and you know you do you 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 can miss out on some of the really significant things in your life, even just small things, right? Because you're not there or you're there, but you're not present. Mm-hmm. And we've heard a lot of people, a lot of leaders just saying, I just want to be present when I'm with my family, not be thinking about work, not be on the phone to my teammates yeah. or somebody on the team, but really be fully present. So it's every moment. Yeah. Right, every moment is special because you don't know what moment's going to come next. Mm-hmm. Right, we none of us have control over that. So the third one is, I wish I had the courage to express my feelings. So you know, sometimes we withhold. Right, right. Mm-hmm. we start to shut down, we withdraw, and especially if we're feeling burned out or depressed or any of that. Right, that's happening, and uh, because we're using, right, we're doing so much, and just think about Dr. Lorna Breen, yeah, the emergency room physician at New York Presbyterian Hospital, right, died by suicide in April of 2020. And it really was because of the stigma of asking for help, of speaking up, of sharing the feeling. I'm not feeling safe to do that. And actually, her family started a foundation to help change that the structures in the system and to get you know mental health for uh, for people and not feel like they're going to be punished for it. Right? right. You got to change that just right. that norm. Yeah. But we talk about an impetus to make you say enough is enough. Exactly. And her family is really doing something about it. Yeah, and that's that's awesome, yeah. right? Yeah, it and is. It is. There's many out there who are still living that, unfortunately. Yeah, and it so. really speaks to healthcare organizations and the need to create that psychological safety for people, too. Just, you know, all the way around. Yeah, because they won't ask for it if it's not there. That's right. That's you can right. have all the services available, but you got to create the space for them to feel safe yeah. to ask. And the fourth uh, wish was that I wish I had stayed in touch with my friends. And, you know, that's often the first thing to go when you get really busy. And we have heard this quite a bit in our coaching program as well. One of the exercises that Tracy and I lead leaders through is to kind of reground themselves and get realigned is um, to look at their vision. And when was last time you even looked at it? And one of the aspects we have them look at because we have a very holistic way of looking at vision, is their social life. Yeah. And that's been a pretty empty box for a lot of leaders. And it, and it really stands out to them. And like, I have lost touch with my friends. Yeah. Well, they don't even have a vision. Yeah. For what that could be like now, right? So yeah. it, it shows them where the gaps are in their life. Yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, and then the fifth one, the fifth wish of those that, um, you know, were near death was, I wish that I had let myself be happier. Wow. I wish I had let myself be happier. And this really goes back to our beliefs again about what we think about that I can't be happy because I'm a leader. I can't be happy because of this situation or. Well, and I think sometimes too, you don't think you deserve it. Right. Don't ask for too much. Somebody said in one of our, you know, I was taught don't ask for too much. Don't expect too much. Mm -hmm. You know, don't think big, can't dream big, can't, you know. So some of it is just what we've been indoctrinated to believe and it's just carried on. And, um, and some of us don't even know what happy looks like anymore. Right. But they've lost touch with themselves. They don't even know what makes them happy. So, you know, that's a, that's a big sign, right, that you are headed for some deep regret. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't know what makes you happy, then you're not happy. And, you know, and the other thing is people are settling. Well, this is just how it is. Yeah, that's kind of like that let. I won't let myself be happy. They settle. They settle, settle. right? Instead of saying, no, I can have whatever I want and I'm going to get it. Like one step at a time, folks, Mm -hmm. one step at a time. Mm -hmm. All right. Wow. Like that is so aligned. Um, It's scary, right? (laughs) So now we're going to get to the fifth reason, the overall reason. And that is work-life balance is possible. Now, I know. There's a lot of people that could probably shoot darts at us right now because they don't believe it. They don't. They don't believe it. And we're, true. we're busting that belief, man. It is possible, right? Yes. And the, we know it seems impossible because we think about it like in a 50-50 kind of a way. Mm-hmm. And, you know, no, it's never equal. Your life is never equal. Your life is never still. So how could it be equal? You can't balance when everything's always moving, right? Yep. Um, and so, right we just, it has to have to get, let go of that. Just let go of that thought that this is not possible, right? And we've, because that's what we've been taught, right? And we've mm-hmm. been taught you can't have both the professional life and the personal life. Um, and what we know is when we help leaders look at this from a polarity intelligence perspective and see that this is about dynamic balance, that then it becomes possible. Yes. We shift our belief about what balance is. And we recognize that there are always times in our lives when we need to give more emphasis to one part of our life than another. And we know we just need to be in the flow with that and flexible with that and never letting go of one to the neglect of, you know, we just never let go, right? Even if you have to give attention to one more than the other, just don't let go of the other side. Don't just drop it all together. Don't drop your social network. Right. Don't let go of that time with your family. Take whatever time you can carve out to keep that strong and be real intentional about it, right? Mm-hmm. That's what we have to do because they're interdependent. And new leadership norms support that. Right. They leverage polarity intelligence and that balance to help leaders have that kind of flow in their life, that kind of balance, that kind of joy, right, that comes with it. And um, and we're going to talk more about that in episode number one. 32. Right. 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 Mm-hmm. So the new norm is to have strong relationships at work and at home, putting boundaries around the work hours, um, setting expectations for being a healthy role model, living it, demonstrating it, um, and, you know, having the time and spaces and resources to actually live it. That's what we're looking for with this new norm. 
Mm-hmm. And the good news is, is you don't have to recreate the wheel. Nope. So for the last 30 years that we've been working together, we've been learning a lot and we've created a unique combination of strategies that have helped us lead thriving and resilient lives as leaders. And this unique combination of strategies is the dynamic balance effect framework. And all the strategies are grounded in that framework. Yes, it is what works. It is. It's a combination. It's not any one thing. There's no silver bullet. No silver bullet. No, no. So, and we've known for a long time, frameworks are powerful for transformation, mm-hmm. right? When yep. you, because it's really a systems thinking approach. There's everything's integrated, everything is interconnected, nothing stands alone, right? And when you know that, then you can leverage those kinds of things. And that's what we've done with healthcare leaders, helping them transform from the inside out because. That's what this is, folks. Nothing changes on the outside till you change on the inside, inside, right? And we're really helping them to make these mindful choices, to lead by example, to explore what's, where the gaps are in their lives and, and fill their cup and fill those gaps, right, with things that are meaningful to them, with their things that are connected to their why. Um, and, you know, it really forms that foundation for multiple of the healthcare program or the coaching programs that we provide for healthcare leaders. Um, and we're really blessed to observe these leaders making really bold choices, mindful choices, um, empowering themselves each week, mm-hmm. right, to, to live this way, to learn and realize and um, really explore in our programs what what they can do, mm-hmm. the power that the personal power um, that they have, and shifting their norms in leadership and how they're showing up. Yeah, it's been it's, it's been amazing, very powerful, very powerful. Yeah. So if you want to be part of shifting the leadership norms in healthcare to stop burnout, retain the leaders you have today. Prepare the next generation of leaders, have no regrets as a leader, and experience work-life balance consistently. Well, we'd love to talk to you. (laughs) (laughs) So visit our website, missinglogic.com. All of our contact information is there. And uh, join the movement with Tracy and I. Yeah, we got lots of ways to help. Yes, lots of ways. We're not going to point to anyone. Nope. We can meet your needs pretty much any way. That's right. right. That's right. Um, and, you know, you probably already know, right, the current model of sacrificing yourself as a leader, working harder, doing whatever it takes, not, not is not sustainable. You just can't keep doing it. And especially today. That's why things have to change now. Yeah. Things have to change now. You can't wait till you're already underwater. If your head is bobbing up and down, you're barely keeping it above the water, and sometimes it's below the water, you're in trouble. Mm-hmm. So you need to take action. You need to do something for yourself. Nobody's going to do it for you, right? Nobody's going right. to do it for you. Yeah. So, you know, not you, not your organization, not your team. Like, it's really up to you. And, you know... It's really the difference between knowing you need to do it and doing it, right? That's the difference between failure and success. Yeah, you know, and it may not even be you. It may be someone sitting right next to you. So that's the other thing. Yeah, keep an eye on the folks if, around you. If uh, if what we're saying is really, if you've been concerned about a colleague, then think about that too. Yeah. Right, because we're point. all here to support each other. Yeah. All right, so let's wrap up where we started Wherever you, whatever you can do or dream, you can begin it. Boldness has genius power and magic in it. Are you saying we're geniuses? 
Yes. <laughs> All right. I'm a genius. And magical. <laughs> oh, well, I knew that. <laughs> so are you ready to be bold with us? We just want to know. And uh, we are seeing healthcare leaders recognizing that they are at great risk. You know, they know they're at risk with their mental health, um, not feeling aligned with who they are anymore, their values, and, uh, you know, they're really willing to make a commitment. So we just want to ask you if you're bold and if you're one of those as well. And then also seeing healthcare organizations now, they're also becoming very bold and they're realizing Yes, I need to help the leaders in my organization. And they're willing to, you know, make that investment and help them and recognizing there is a lot at risk, just like we just shared. And success at shifting leadership norms will come in healthcare when we all begin to take that bold action and to make the shift. So, one leader at a time. One leader at a time. That's right. So, imagine joining others like yourself. Mm-hmm. They're committed to being their best selves, right? Yep. At work and at home in their professional life and in their personal life. And imagine a future when medical residents or clinicians or emerging leaders ask you, what's burnout? Can you imagine that? Can you imagine that? Wouldn't that be wow, great? It's profound. They take burnout out of the dictionary. Yeah. Oh, that would be cool, right? That would be really cool. Yeah. So we'll dream about that. That's our vision, right? What's burnout? our vision for the future is pretty bold it is (laughs) (laughs) all right well thanks for joining us again for another episode of healthcare's missing logic podcast we just love being here with you and um you know leave a comment on our youtube channel let us know what you're doing what steps you're taking and how you want to be a true healthcare leader as well just send us a note we'll see you next time stay healthy stay safe be bold and be bold enjoyed this episode of Healthcare's Missing Logic podcast, now a top-rated podcast for healthcare leaders. Please share this podcast with other healthcare leaders and anyone else you think would benefit. We are certain that if you found value in it, they will too. If you haven't already done so, please hit that subscribe button so you don't miss any episodes. And also, it would mean the world to us if you took a quick moment to leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast player. It helps to get the word out about our podcast and incredible guests. Be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel if you want to watch our podcasts. You can also follow us on our Missing Logic social media channels, LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Until next time.